Good day, fellas. Welcome to Uncensored Advice for Men. My name is Josh. I'm your host. And on today's show, we're going to have a conversation with Scott Aaron, who is a business coach, an author, speaker, and fellow podcaster. Love having fellow podcasters on the show. And we're going to talk about this little thing called resilience. Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks, Josh. Just grateful and honored to be here. So I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. So in our first conversation, uh, you, you talked a little bit about your, your background and, and you've, you've, you've overcome some adversity, got kicked in the nuts a few times. Yeah. And uh, you, something that you're really passionate about talking about is this thing called resilience. You know, why don't, what are your thoughts on this? You know, I think it's, this actually kind of spurred from a conversation I was having with someone about six months ago. And I didn't, I knew about resiliency and I remember, long story short, I was watching a, a TED talk that Tony Robbins did way back in the day where Al Gore was in the audience. And basically, you know, with, with TED talks, you have 12 minutes to kind of like do your thing. And, and, you know, Tony usually, you know, talks for days when he does his conferences and he goes, you know, so I had to really, you know, come at these people right away. And basically, you know, he was doing his thing. And, you know, this was in Silicon Valley. So Al Gore was in the audience. And he basically asked a question, he goes, you know, well, how do you overcome, uh, you know, faulty election booths or something, because this was like during that whole like Bush and, you know, whatever, that's a whole other conversation. So basically, uh, Tony Robbins came right back at him and he basically, long story short, said, well, it's, it's not the machines, it's not the faulty this, it's not the government, it's the lack of resources. And basically he said, in any kind of business, you have to be as resilient and as resourceful as possible. So you, you have to be able to extend in any which direction to get to where you wanna be. And like you mentioned, I, I have been through a lot of adversities and I've had to overcome a lot of obstacles. And someone asked me, you know, what's your superpower? And I said, being resilient. And they said, well, what do you mean being resilient? I said, well, I've had to overcome some adversities. My, my father, when I was 18 years old, was incarcerated for two and a half years uh, for insurance fraud. And that was, that was my first big challenge. Now, personally, you know, I was bullied and picked on as a kid. So that was a lot of adversity that I had to overcome as well. But, you know, having to file for personal bankruptcy, making millions, losing millions, uh, being married and divorced twice, losing a house. Uh, there was a lot of things that, that happened in my life, but I, I, I wouldn't change it for a thing because I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for those lessons that I learned from that but to make a long story short, when you learn how to be resilient, no matter what happens, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's a personal illness, whether it's a death, whatever it is, you'll be able to overcome that obstacle because the only way to move through life is to actually move forward. And what I learned, Josh, is that there's a lot of people that when something catastrophic happens, something very traumatic happens, what do they do? They press stop on the tape player. And they just play the same tape over and over and over again. And if you've ever seen the movie Groundhog's Day, that's where a lot of people are living their life. They're waking up to I Got You, Babe by Sonny and Cher. Basically, every single day of their life, they're living in this, this state of not progressing forward. 
So for me, people say, well, you know, how do you just move on from that? Well, I chose to because what was my, what was my other decision? Sit in my shit and basically just stay there and succumb to the circumstances or take it head on and continue to move forward. So resiliency is something that is learned. It happens to all of us. You probably listening to this, you probably don't realize that you've been in situations, you've been in predicaments and you've overcome certain things in your life without even realizing that you've actually had to be resilient to get through that, but you just didn't pay attention to it. So I encourage everyone that's listening to this, after this episode is done, go back and write on a piece of paper, and I have my clients do this all the time, Josh, write down on a piece of paper some of the greatest obstacles that you had to overcome. Whatever it was, whether it was dealing with someone's illness or death or, you know, getting bullied or picked on or whatever it was, and then directly next to it, write down exactly what you did to move past it. Because then you're going to see right in front of you that you have that same superpower. You just haven't acknowledged it yet. Wow. I like that. That's a great practice. What have you overcome in your life? Right. What did you do to get past it, right? And some people, I, I mean, when asking that question to your clients, do you ever get people that go, to, to be honest, I'm in the middle of it and I haven't gotten through it? Well, I think everyone is going through something at some point. Yeah. So, you know, the, uh, I use the, uh, a dinner plate as an example. So, you, have, you know, when you have a dinner plate, you have your, your main dish. So in my case, it's a, it's a protein. And then you have your two side dishes. You have a vegetable and you have a starch, if, if that's how you have your meals prepared. Now, in life, something may come off of that plate. You may finish the entree. You may finish one of the side dishes, but something's going to replace that, meaning life is always going to be throwing something at you. So for the people that say to me, and I've had clients say that, you know, Scott, I'm, I'm actually... I'm in the midst of it right now. I am in the weeds right now. So I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Well, then we kind of think about the end in mind. And that's one of the big keys is that, you know, whenever I have a goal, I don't think about what, I, what I'm doing right now to achieve that goal. I think about the end result. This is the goal. Here's where I am now. Now, what are those steps that I need to take every day to actually get there? So when someone is actually in the weeds, I help them break it down. You know, what are you actually going through right now? And then they tell me what they're going through. But here's the big thing. Here's the big shift that happens. I then ask them this question. What of this situation can you actually control? And it's one of those questions where it's a, it turns the mirror around because what most people don't realize, most of the situations that are happening for us, not to us, happening for us, we can't control. We can't control this pandemic. That is something that is completely out of our control. But what is in our control are two important factors that every single person can utilize to get through something how you react to it, and what emotions you're putting behind it. 
Those yeah. are all choices. So, so Josh, just think about that for the second. You're in the weeds. You're going through something, right? You're going through a divorce, whatever. I'm just using that as an example. I've been there, done that twice. Right? <laughs> you're not the one bringing notice to me, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, so think about it. You know, yeah. you're, you're going through a divorce. You have a relationship that's ending. So it's okay. a very, very high-charged emotional state, right? Yeah. There's a lot of blame. There's a lot of regret. There's a lot of anger. What people fail to recognize is everything that you feel, every reaction or non-reaction that you have is a choice. You can choose to feel angry. You can choose to feel hateful or resentful. So this is what I ask someone, second question after that first one. With whatever they're feeling, I ask that first question, like what you're going through, you know, I'll say to them, these thoughts and feelings that you are currently having right now, how are they serving you? That's the end all be all. Because when I, when I make them face that question, do you know what the answer is 100% of the time? They're not serving me at all. So when they, when they start, to, and like they know this, but sometimes you have to turn the mirror around for them because when people are so in the weeds, they, they, they have tunnel vision. All they're seeing is what they're focusing on. So when I ask them, how are those feelings and how are those emotions, how are those thoughts serving you? And they say, they're not serving me at all then I simply say to them, well, now you've discovered what you need to change. You need to think about things, you need to feel certain things, and you need to focus on certain things that actually do serve you. You wanna move past something quicker? Get out of the weeds of it, acknowledge it, recognize it, learn from it, and move on from it. Hmm. It's easier, yeah. said, it's easier said than done, though. So it, it takes, <laughs> for, for me, listen, you know, this has been, this has been a 23-year learning process for me. So I've, I've learned that when something comes up, I, I always check my emotions. How am I responding? Am I responding to this emotionally or logically, right? Is the logical side of me responding to this? Or is the emotional side of me getting to this? Because when I know it's the emotional side, I have to shut it off and I have to think logically about certain situations, right? Yeah. You get an unexpected tax bill, right? The emotional side kicks in. Oh my God, where am I going to get this money? How am I going to pay this? I am screwed. Like you start going down this emotional tunnel. But then you have to shut that off and you, you can say, okay, th those are my emotions getting the best of me. Let's logically think about this. There is a solution for every problem. Let me call the IRS, explain to them my situation and see if I can go on some sort of manageable pay plan to catch up. There is a solution for everything if we choose to look for it. Hmm. What I like about what you're saying is your superpower is resilience, right? Like when someone asked you the other day, but 
you said that this is something that you had to learn, right? It wasn't, you weren't born and someone punched your face and you just smiled and laughed at it, right? You've been punched your face for a long time. You said you were bullied and then you've gone through a bunch of, you know, uh, life experiences. Yeah. So you learned to be resilient, right? So as I'm hearing you share kind of like that, how to be resilient and learn to be resilient, like, are there... How do you know if you're not being resilient? Let, let's look at it this way. Like, what are some warning signs that maybe you're not resilient? Is it like you're, you're flying off the handle for everything? You're anxious all the time? You're, you know, what, what are some signs of not being resilient? Let's start there and let's build on that. So I, I think the, the key signs to realizing that you're not resilient is, I, I call it double dutching through life. If you know what double dutching is, it's the two jump ropes and then, you know, you're, you're, you're waiting to get in. You're in, you're out, you're in, you're out. You, you, you can't come to a conscious decision of actually committing to something. You know, something happens, the wheels fall off, life is over. Anything that you've been working on completely goes on the back burner because this situation has completely overtaken your life. It's your only focus. And again, so where I learned, honestly, how to be resilient, and this is the thing, I think you touched on it beautifully, Everything is learned in life. Think about it. You know, we learn how to walk. We learn how to talk. You know, we learn how to read. We learn how to write. Everything has to be learned. And it's a muscle, just like working out. You don't go to the gym once and walk out looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It, it takes time. You got to get those reps in. So just like resiliency, I had to get my reps in. But I remember reading a book that really started shifting the landscape for me. And it's a book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Amazing book. I highly recommend every single human being to read this. And there are so many nuggets in this book, but he talks about this, this one nucleus about the power of now. And he said there's, there's three people in, in life right now. And like literally, he, he said, I can categorize the world in three different boxes. Box one, you have the people that are living in fear meaning they're fearful of the future, something that hasn't happened yet. They create horror stories in their mind. And, and I'll ask, you know, I'll ask loved ones all the time. They'll be saying something and I'll be like, is that true? Or are you creating an outcome that hasn't happened yet? And they'll say, I'm creating an outcome that hasn't happened yet. I said, then stop, focus on right now. So there's that sect of people. Then you have the, the second box, which are the people that live in anxiety, which are the people that are living in their past. So again, those past experiences, those very traumatic things, you know, all of the, you know, whether it was abuse, whether it was addiction, whatever the, whatever the trigger is, it, it literally life stopped at that moment. So something I stated earlier, they're replaying these tapes over and over again. So they're constantly on edge, their anxiety, they're just not present at all. Then there's the third box. And these are the people that live in peace. And the people that live in peace are, are living in the actual time that we all have that we can actually can control. And that's the now. It's the present moment. And it's such a deep concept to think about because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And again, 
yesterday's already happened. So why are we even focusing on it? We have to focus on what we can control, which is the present moment. So when someone is not being resilient, they're floating between one of those first two boxes. They're in a fear state or they're in an overwhelmed state. And when you can recognize that you're in one of those two boxes, you can check back in with yourself and say, okay, what is going on right now? What can I actually control about this situation? Because when you block out all the noise, Josh, when you, when you shut down all of the stories, when you shut down the anxiety, clarity is king. When you become clear, then you can actually sit down and you can be present with yourself and figure out a way of how to flow through this situation like water. So think of everything that you do in life like a river right? It just, it flows. There's ups, there's downs, there's, there's choppy areas, there's very smooth, calm areas, but it's, it's moving, sometimes slower, sometimes faster. But don't be a beaver. What do beavers do? They build dams. They stop the flow, which means you stop that flow, you're stopping that thought. You're stopping those feelings right there, dead in your tracks. And I can guarantee you, Josh, if you stay there too long, you're going to end up in one of those first two boxes. So the best thing that someone can do is check in with yourself, see how you're feeling, see what you can control of the situation. And again, every single one of us has the God-given power and ability to figure out a solution to any problem that we have. It's just you have to tap into that resourceful side of yourself and you have to be resilient no matter what. Always moving forward one day at a time, whether it's a millimeter or a mile. Hmm. That's good, man. I like that, the, the imagery, right? Of this life being a, a river and it's flowing. But if you stop, what happens is it, is it builds up, right? There's going to be a buildup in pressure. Other debris is going to come by and, and just, it's going to build up until one day that dam's going to break. And chaos. then what happens? Chaos, chaos. right? Wow, cool. Because the beaver builds its house in the middle of that. And then when that breaks, that beaver's going flying. Yeah. And that's the thing. Just like you said, you know, life is just like that. You know, we, we only get one life. You know, Josh, I don't think there's a person on this earth that wakes up and says, you know what? I really want to be mediocre. I, I want to live the most mediocre life possible. No. What, what does everybody say? They want time freedom. They want monetary freedom. They want abundance. They want prosperity. Well, you got to go for it. And the only way that you can go for it and achieve that is being present in every single moment of every day as often as you can. Hmm. So we've got, we've got 10 minutes, right? We've looked at, you know, resilience is a learned muscle. We looked at on the flip side, what happens if you don't have resilience, right? Things build up, break down, chaos happens. What's on the other side of once you start building that muscle, you start exercising that muscle and you start, you start becoming resilient. So things come and they hit you and you go, eh, it wasn't that bad, right? You, you get tougher. What happens on the other side of that? What can, what could people expect? What could they look forward to? Unlimited possibilities. Because think about it. Just, just, for the listeners, just think about this. For whatever you're going through right now, whatever you're going through, just imagine it not affecting you the way that it once did. 
whether it's someone talking shit on you or, you know, income isn't the way that you want it to, whatever it is, just think about for a second, understanding that you're in absolute 100% control at all times. Josh, that's a power that no one can ever take from you. No one. Once, once you build that muscle of knowing that you're in con complete control of your life, that is something that no one can take. When you understand that, it's an empowering feeling, but more importantly, it's a hopeful feeling. I am so full of hope right now in, in everything that I'm doing. I, I wake up excited every single day because I truly don't know what the day is going to bring. And you know, part of when I coach people, I always strive to give them hope. I, I, I strive to allow them to open up new doors in their minds and in their hearts or their businesses, whatever it is, because the more hopeful we become, it, it's like this, it's an addiction almost. When, when, you, when you open up that lid of, of opportunity, of abundance, of hope, gratitude, being thankful, you know, all of, all of those things are choices. And, and I said this earlier, life is a choice. Feelings are a choice. Emotions are a choice. So when you learn how to be resilient and you know that there's no, no matter how devastating crippling or out of control the situation may be that's being thrown at you when you know when you show up every day with that tool belt and you know that you have resiliency right here on your side there's nothing you can't accomplish then then the, those goals that you've always been thinking about that dream home or that dream car or that dream vacation or that dream relationship then things really start to get real because you know that everything is possible if you continue to move forward. Josh, most people, I'm not going to say everybody, but a lot of people tiptoe through life, arriving at their grave safely. Who, who wants to live that way? And I'll, I'll share a very quick story with you before we're, we're done. Uh, Cody Shuin, he's an amazing legacy trainer. That's what he teaches. He had a 15-year career as a funeral director. And his book is all about what he learned about death and life. Not life and death. Death and life. So he was t telling this story in his book about this gentleman that he was having a service for. And it was this massive service. I mean hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. All his kids came up to speak. All these amazing people came up to speak these words of just gratitude and thankfulness and amazingness of this individual. And the service was over and Cody pulls one of the sons aside and he goes, man, he goes, I've never seen a turnout like this for somebody. He goes, your father must have been an incredible human being. And he said he was. He goes, this isn't even a tenth of the lives that he's impacted. So Cody said to him, he goes, what's the best piece of advice your dad gave you? And he said, the best piece of advice my father gave me was actually right before he passed away. And he said, son, don't wait until you're leaving this earth 
for your legacy to be left, leave it while you're still living. And yeah, like that was everything to me because it really, it, and I get the chills every time I even share that story because it makes you realize how minuscule our lives actually are, whether it's 75 years or 100 years. What are you going to do right now to leave your legacy where it's being felt by everyone around you? And Josh, that's my driving force. I show up every single day because I want my legacy being felt by my wife, by my son, by my friends, by my family, by the people that follow me on social media. I have a responsibility to show up every single day a certain way. And it's not because I feel like I'm gonna let them down. I wanna to continue to drive hope and inspiration and fortitude that you can move through life and achieve anything that you want and leave that legacy right now. That's what's on the other side of being resilient. That's pretty awesome. In our, in our previous conversation, you said a quote that I wrote down and I wanna share it with the audience. Um, you said, life is the, the best certification is, is life and experience, right? And, uh, you know, the, on the other side of resilience, right? Before resilience, every little thing that happens to you, it happens to you, right? Your kids don't brush their teeth, you get pissed, you know, like someone runs in your car and it's just like, why is, why is every thing running, you know, uh, away from me? And it's just like, you're constantly reacting, and then on the other side of resilience is I'm in control. I can, I can hand this. And then it's hope and legacy. And think you, you can start working towards that. And you're being in control of you and your emotions. So life being the best certification, that's pretty awesome, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. So, so Scott, man, guys listening in, they're going, okay, I'm, I'm in the middle of the weeds. I need someone who's, who, who could help toughen me up. I need someone who could kind of jump in the corner and be my old Mickey, right? In the Rocky movies. Yeah. I need someone who could toughen me up and get me back in the ring because my life's dependent on it. My, my family's dependent on it, my job, or maybe I lost my job or whatever the case may be. I need someone who can get in the ring with me, man. How can people find you, Scott? Yeah. Uh, my website is easiest www.scotteron.net. two T's and two A's. Um, all my information's on there. My best-selling books, my podcast, free infographs, free call, uh, or my social handles, Facebook and LinkedIn is under Scott Aaron and Instagram. It's at Scott Aaron LinkedIn and uh, would love to connect with you. Cool guys. Hope you enjoyed listening into uh, today's conversation with Scott, man. Uh, I, I want to challenge you guys, man. Like if, if you're getting beat up, right, there's one way to react to it, right? You could react to it and hit that stop. And then that, that, that player will always, there'll always be a scratch there and they'll always go right back to that very very direct minute where you could play push play face ahead on and move through it but if you need help getting through that man reach out to my boy scott have a conversation with him i'll put his website in the link below and um until then man we'll talk with you guys all on the next episode scott thanks for being on the show fellas thanks for listening in talk to you guys soon